Hello, and welcome to Soothing Pod Sleep Stories. My name is Arif, and tonight I will be your guide as we embark on a journey that will take us to the beautiful, diverse, magical landscape of ancient Egypt. There, we will follow the sun god Ra as he sails his golden chariot across the sky with Bastet, his daughter, as his protector. We will join her as she takes form as a cat and travels into the underworld of Egypt, where the main threat to her father and her people lies sleeping. Before we begin, however, let us take a moment to unwind and find peace and comfort in the place that we are in, here and now. Close your eyes and allow your body to sink into the mattress beneath you. Here and now, there are no obligations, there are no responsibilities, you have no to-do list. By simply listening to the sound of my voice, you are already giving yourself the rest that your body deserves. Anything else you are seeking will come in time. But for now, find comfort in the fact that you are already giving your body and your mind a great gift. For a moment, with your eyes closed, I'd like you to picture yourself in the midst of a beautiful desert at sunset. The sand before you is a rich gold. It looks as if it is made of pebbles of the precious metal, all resting together in the light of that beautiful setting sun. The sand works as a reflection almost like water. There are ribbons of pink, purple, and orange that lace across the surface of the sand turning the sand and the sky into one. It feels as though you are in a painting, in a land between lands. As you breathe in deeply, feeling the fresh, nourishing breath fill your lungs, you notice that the colors of the sunset become more vibrant. There are swirls of yellow and orange that ignite the sky in a blaze of beautiful shades. As you exhale, you watch the sky sink back into deeper, more relaxing shades. The yellows and oranges become purples and blues. You swear you can even see hints of the stars sparkling in the deep 
dark expanse before you. You breathe in again, watching as the sky fills with light and warmth, and you exhale, relaxing as the sky turns to blues and purples, a calm color that allows your muscles to relax more and more. You breathe in again, feeling the nourishment of the sun and of your breath, and you exhale, feeling the peace the night can bring. Bit by bit, as you breathe in and out, you feel the muscles in your body relax. Your jaw unclenches and rests in a natural position. Your tongue falls away from the roof of your mouth, resting at the base of your mouth instead. Your shoulders pull away from your ears, giving you more space to breathe and relax. Your arms sink into the mattress, finding more and more comfort with every breath in and out. And tension you are carrying in your legs or your torso melts away. There's a lightness to your breath now, a relaxation that's spreading across you like a warm blanket. Take one more breath in, savoring the feeling of that encouraging, relaxing breath filling your lungs as the sky is splashed with orange and yellow. And exhale, watching the sky sink into brilliant shades of purple and blue. Now that we have taken the time to relax and find peace and comfort in the place that we are in here and now, let us journey to ancient Egypt, where the tale of Bastet awaits us. In the old days of ancient Egypt, the pantheon of Egyptian gods was vast and complex. As such a long reigning people and culture, the gods morphed and changed over time, their stories evolving with the evolution and growth of people themselves. And yet, the qualities of Bastet have never strayed, never changed. Bastet was regarded by many as a heavenly figure with a human body and a cat head. Her sleek black head shimmered in the light of the sun, and the glow of her feline eyes struck either fear or warmth into those she regarded, depending on her feelings for them. Like a cat, 
She was graceful, protective, and gentle. But in moments where it was needed, she could be fierce, cunning, and quick. She was a god that was not to be messed with, and when you look at her lineage, it is easy to see why. Bastet was said to be the daughter of perhaps the most well-known god of all, Ra, the god of the sun. It was Ra who brought light and prosperity to the people of Egypt by riding his chariot across the morning sky, painting the crop fields and homes with the nurturing warmth of the sun. Ra's job was an important one, one he took incredibly seriously. The people of Egypt were grateful for Ra, for they knew without him the land would be shrouded in darkness and their crops would fail. Every morning, Bastet awakened well before the sun rose. When she opened her eyes to face the day, she was often doing so to a soundtrack of crickets singing into the crisp night air. Though her father was the god of the sun, Bastet found a kind of peace in the nighttime that she couldn't find any other time. Some early, early mornings, she would sit at the edge of her window and gaze out at the landscape, drenched in the light of the moon and stars. She loved the way the sycamore fig trees and the acacia trees looked in the shroud of shadows, the way their dewy leaves caught droplets of moonlight and reflected them back at her. Sometimes she just liked the gentleness of the night, the serenity that it brought, the way it allowed her to drop her cloak of power and soak in the peace of a moment. Just like a cat, she had a gentleness to her, a nurturing spirit that meant she longed for hours where she could sit, gaze out the window, and ponder the world around her. She loved the beauty of Egypt, the sweeping hills, meandering rivers, the long stretches of golden sand and soil, and soon, she was going to see it from an entirely different angle. Knowing that morning was due, Bastet tiptoed out of her room. Her footsteps were nearly silent to all who were near her, allowing her to sink down the hall and out into the night unseen. Not even her father, Ra, 
could sense when she was walking behind him. And that morning, he certainly did not. Bastet slinked through the night, meandering under a grove of palms and fig trees. She breathed in deeply, savoring the aroma of the sleek leaves bathed in the dew of the night air. There was a sweetness to the plants that lifted her soul and her spirit, a sweetness that reminded her of all the beauty awaiting her when she returned home. She slipped behind her father and greeted him by chiming, A little late this morning, aren't we, father? The great god himself jumped just a hair. He let out a roaring laugh at the sight of his daughter behind him, telling her jokingly that it wasn't fair to sneak up on innocent people like that. Bastet responded that she couldn't help it, although, deep down, there was nothing she loved more. Before her father sat his chariot, manned jet, also known as the boat of a million years, the manned jet was a barge carved of the finest, strongest wood in all of Egypt. The edges of the boat were encased with flakes of gold and intricate writing that told about the power and greatness of Ra. Every single day, it was this vessel that Ra sailed in to bring sunlight across the land. And every morning, it was Bastet that accompanied him in order to make sure he was protected. Ra knew the power his daughter possessed, and he knew that as the goddess of protection, she would undoubtedly ensure that he was safe and the people of Egypt got to feel the light of the sun right on schedule. Bastet climbed into the boat with her father. It was one of her favorite things in the world. The feeling of taking off in the boat, using her father's magic. Slowly, Ra used an oar to propel them forward. With ease, they drifted up into the dark sky. Behind them was a solid wall of golden light, the light of the sun, the light that they were bringing to the world. Bastet leaned forward in the boat, marveling at the beauty of the world just below her. The boat cut through the sky with ease, lacing through it like a needle through a soft cloth. And down below, the world became a painting of entire towns, lives, and vast expanses of beautiful countryside. 
watching as the sun splashed across the land, was Bastet's favorite thing. She watched the curved line of golden sun as it raced across the landscape below them, illuminated the darkened palette into one of pinks, yellows, and oranges. Houses that could only be seen in the darkness because of a flickering lamp by the window were brought to life in the light of the sun. Bastet could see the people of Egypt as they flew, and that alone brought her much joy. She watched as farmers emerged from their quaint homes to tend to their flock. Often, their children excitedly raced behind them, giggling and playing with one another. Sometimes, she'd find herself smiling as children rolled down hills and splashed in puddles, greeting the day with their endlessly joyful and happy hearts. It brought her much peace knowing that she was helping protect these people. The light of the sun was giving them a way to survive, a way to thrive in a landscape that was, at times, unforgiving. Bastet leaned over the edge of the barge as they crested just over a mountaintop. The craggy peak was always the most marvelous change in the entire landscape. The mountain seemed to change shape as the sun rose up over it slowly, 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 painting it in a mosaic of colors second to second. It was a spectacle watching its form shift and evolve as the light bathed the hidden cracks and valleys in the golden hue. And when they passed over the mountain, there was something Bastet loved to see even more deeply. In the valley just beyond the mountain, a tiny little farmhouse sat at the edge of fields and forest. It was an oasis in an expanse of desert, a slice of paradise that Bastet herself wouldn't mind visiting. But it wasn't the farm alone that made Bastet's heart leap. It was the people who lived there a father and a daughter, much like Ra and Bastet. The daughter was no older than twelve, and though she was tiny, she was eagerly out in the fields working with her father. It didn't matter how heavy the scythe was or how little her legs were, she wanted to work just as much as her father did. She followed him around like a shadow 
giggling and sneaking up on him on occasion. Sometimes the father would scoop up his daughter and swing her around, smiling to himself. This morning in particular, the sight before Bastet brought her a feeling of warmth and comfort. The father twirled his daughter and wrapped her around his back, running through the fields with her as fast as she could. Bastet swore she could hear the laughter from her perch in the barge. She was so mesmerized by it, so enthralled, that she didn't notice the darkness creeping up behind the boat. The boat rocked with a sudden wave of energy, and as it did, Bastet's heart sunk. She knew there was only one God only one being powerful and brash enough to do something like that to Ra, his brother, Apep. And as they sank below the horizon, where the sun set for the day, it was clear that they were being attacked. Apep was the god of chaos a being shaped like a snake with a head made of flint, and the nickname of Opposer of Light, Opposer of Ra. He was the antithesis of Ra, and his power could mean the end of the world. While Ra thrived in bringing light to the people of the world, Apep desired nothing more than to shroud them in darkness, madness, and chaos. Bastet steadied herself as the boat rocked with the power of Apep. Desperate to protect her father, she lunged at him, knocking him down to the ground. The snake coiled and hissed at her, its eyes brimming with frustration, with drive that Bastet knew could mean the end of the earth. Apep lashed out one more time, teeth drawn, and before Bastet could cast him aside, he snapped at her father, dropping him to his knees. Bastet raced to the side of her father and cradled him in her arms, her eyes frantically filling with tears. As quickly as he came, Apep disappeared. Bastet knew that he was descending to the underworld, back where he lived. But the underworld wasn't enough for him. In recent years, it became clear that a pep would stop at nothing to take over, even if it meant harming his own brother. Bastet and Ra landed 
in their usual spot. Bastet leapt from the boat with her usual grace, her voice tinged with concern as she asked her father if he was okay. He confidently replied that he was fine, but that it seems a pep was growing more and more bold with every minute that passed. If he set out to take down Ra, to stop him from bringing his chariot of light to the land, the people of Egypt would suffer. Bastet's mind flickered to that peaceful family. She could see flashes of the young girl smiling, of the girl racing with her father through the evergreen fields, tucked away in the sea of sand. Even from the sky, she felt the love of them, the idea of them suffering, of him not being able to provide food for his daughter. It was too much for Bastet. Her father could see a light ignite in his daughter's eyes, a light that he knew he had no chance at extinguishing. And yet, in a stern tone, he warned Bastet not to do anything without him. They would solve this together. But Bastet knew that couldn't be done. She couldn't put her father, and by extension, the world, at risk. She gave her father a warm smile, kissed him on the cheek, and assured him he had nothing to worry about. With a spring in her step to make things more convincing, Bastet headed off to her room for the night, or so her father thought. Filled with a flurry of emotions, Bastet sat in her windowsill for quite some time, soaking in the light of the moon and savoring the taste of the invigorating night air. She knew what she had to do, and though it wouldn't be easy, she was confident that she could do it. Bastet closed her eyes. A warmth spread across her whole body, and when she opened them, her view of the world was wildly different, because now she didn't just have the head of a cat, she had the body of a cat as well. It was a form she didn't often slip into, but when it was necessary, it was both useful and a delight. She leapt up onto the windowsill with ease. In the glow of the moon, she stretched her limbs to ready herself for the journey ahead. Stretching felt incomparably wonderful as a cat. Her tail twitched 
as she lunged her back legs away, stretching as far as her body would allow. Her mouth opened into a big, sleepy yawn, and with that, she set off into the night. It took her a moment to get used to her legs. Thankfully, she was a being that was graced with gracefulness, and in no time, she was gliding through the city as a cat, unseen by everyone around her. The view of the world through the eyes of a cat was perhaps the most mesmerizing Bastet had ever encountered. Everything around her seemed to touch the sky, and the little things she didn't often notice came into view clearly. As she passed a courtyard, she took a second to admire the grass that looked more like a forest than a lawn to her. The blades of evergreen grass swayed back and forth, back and forth in front of her, dancing in the gentle breeze that smelled of palm fronds and fruit markets that had been packed up for the night. And through the labyrinth of grass, Bastet could see dewdrops clinging to the leaves. In the dewdrops, the reflection of the moon glistened, bright and unwavering, bringing a sense of peace and comfort over her. She could see the ladybugs and crickets moseying through the grass, working their way through their own network of homes and cities that so often goes unnoticed beneath our feet. Bastet soaked in the beauty of the moment. She knew the world was beautiful and vast, full of things she could hardly even comprehend. But this, this only added to her marvel with the universe. Knowing she had a mission to do, Bastet continued on, weaving in and out of the legs of passers-by. Several people looked down at her, their eyes igniting with delight as they reached down to pet her. Though she embraced being a cat, she embraced being a god as well. She dodged the touch of people, much to their disappointment. Cats were deeply loved and respected in ancient Egypt, seen as extensions of Bastet herself. They were praised for their companionship and their ability to keep mice at bay. Bastet continued along the city streets, trying to stay focused on her goal. But every step offered a new way of seeing the world, 
entirely new perspective. Tiny flowers springing up through the pathway were no longer something to tread on without notice. They were something eye-level, something to marvel at and deeply appreciate. Bastet brushed through the stray flowers growing up through the soil, her body sleekly winding around them as she made her way to the outskirts of the city. As she emerged from the city into the forest, a strange feeling washed over her. At this size, the forest trees towered over her like great monoliths. Something as simple as a leaf falling was enough to draw your attention. The way the moon looked through the branches of the trees was breathtaking and fulfilling. Wanting to stray from the ground and go somewhere safer, Bastet leapt into the trees overhead. The freedom she felt springing easily from branch to branch was completely unmatched. The way her body flew through the air made her feel immensely powerful and immensely connected to the beauty of the world around her. Her claws allowed her to securely grab every branch she landed on, and as she landed, she often sent a flurry of leaves sailing down, down, down to the forest floor below, flying through the forest, unseen and with such grace, only gave Bastet more confidence in the mission that lay ahead for her. She made her way to the edge of the forest. In the distance, she could see the cave she was seeking, the cave that led to the underworld where Apep resided. Coming in her human form would have, without a doubt, alerted Apep to her presence, but slinking in, steady and secretively in her cat form, meant she stood a chance against Apep. The element of surprise is, indeed, a powerful one, and Bastet was certain she could use it to her advantage. She made her way to the cave. Her black fur blended into the shadows along the wall, concealing her as she descended deeper and deeper and deeper still into the underworld. It was a place that few of the gods or goddesses dared to go, but Bastet was not afraid. She crept through the shadows in her cat form until she came upon a pep. 
Nighttime is when Apep thrived, and he certainly was tonight. He slithered around the cave, muttering to himself as he tried to come up with a plan for defeating Ra. As he spoke of his plans and his attention, Bastet knew she couldn't waste any time. In a flash, she transformed into her usual form. With her staff, she attacked a pep before he even realized what was going on. But Bastet was strong and wildly powerful. In a flurry of movement shrouded by the darkness of the cave, Bastet came out victorious. Apep had been slayed, and the future of the Egyptians had been saved from the danger of a world with no sun. As soon as Bastet emerged from the cave, her father greeted her. He had felt a great disturbance, and when he discovered Bastet had gone, he had no doubt where she would be. Bastet embraced her father, assuring him that he would not have to worry about a pep any longer. Ra was relieved. He wrapped his arms around his daughter, holding her to his chest. He was not certain why he was blessed with a protector as strong intelligent, and graceful as his daughter, but he was thankful every single day that he was. With night coming to an end, the two traveled back to their home where the chariot awaited them. The damage from Apep's attack could still be seen, marring the side of the beautiful vessel but it didn't make Ra upset. He saw it as a reminder of what his daughter had done for not only him, but for the world. The two made their way into the chariot, and as the last hints of night faded away, they took to the skies. Once more, Bastet gazed down at the landscape in wonder. The light trailing behind them had an even deeper meaning now. When something is nearly lost, the importance of it truly becomes clear. Bastet held her father's hand and smiled as they effortlessly sailed through the world. Every new mountain they crested, every home they passed, felt like a home that they had saved. And soon, they came to Bastet's favorite farm in the whole world. She craned over the edge of the boat to get a good view of the lives she had saved lives that meant the world to her.
just like every morning, the father and daughter emerged from the farmhouse. But this morning, something miraculous happened. The little girl pointed up at the sky, and Bastet could swear she was pointing right at the vessel. The father followed the girl's finger and marveled at the sky with her. For a long moment, they hovered there in an embrace, admiring the sky as another father and daughter painted it with brilliant colors. When the father and daughter faded into the distance, Bastet felt a wave of peace and belonging and accomplishment engulf her. She had helped save that family and her family. Now, every ride through the night sky would be a peaceful one. I hope you have enjoyed this sleep story and it has brought you a night of restful sleep. Please, join me again tomorrow for another sleep story. Until then, sweet dreams.